conspiracy, what do you believe? Welcome back to Conspiracies, What Do You Believe? We hope that you are enjoying the episodes and hope you will enjoy all the upcoming episodes as well. If you wish to get in contact with us, the best way is through our email at conspiracytheory2018 at gmail.com. It will be in the show's notes, and if you have been to our website, we haven't been able to update it. I'm currently looking for a new host to put our website on. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter. And with all that being said, we're pleased to bring you episode 11, Pythagoreism. Oh, and be ready for us to mess up some of these names. We're not trying to do it on purpose. Was Pythagoreism an occult? The definition of an occult is the knowledge of the hidden or the paranormal, contrary to the facts and knowledge of science. But before we can understand Pythagoreanism, we need to look at the man who started it, Pythagoras. Pythagoras was born around 570 BC and died around 495 BC. Pythagoras' birth. Nisarchus, Pythagoras' father, was in Delphi on business. When he and his wife were going to leave, they consulted with an oracle to see if they would have a safe trip home. The oracle was Pythonis, priestess of Apollo. She didn't answer them about the trip, but told them that the wife was pregnant and it would be a son. He would exceed all men in beauty and wisdom. He would contribute to a lot to benefit man. Nisarchus was so impressed with what the oracle told him that he changed his wife's name to Pythias to honor the priestess. The child was born in Sidon and was named Pythagoras because they believed he had been predestined by the oracle. Some people believe Pythagoras was not mortal. They thought he was one of the gods who took on the human body form to come into the world to instruct the humans. Some say he was born from immaculate conception. Pythagoras was known as the son of God and he was under divine inspiration. Godfrey Higgins in his book Anaclipsis compared Pythagoras to Jesus. Jesus was born in Bethlehem. Pythagoras was born in Sidon. Both cities are in Syria. Both fathers were, were prophetically told they would have a son, sons that would be a benefactor to mankind. The mothers had their children away from home, and both fathers were told not to have relations until the child was born. Pythagoras' mother had a relationship with the god Apollo, and Mary, Jesus' mother, was visited by an angel of God. In Pythagoras' life, he was an ancient, Ionian Greek philosopher. Pythagoras left his home in 530 BC over arguments with Polycrates' policies. He visited many countries like Egypt and Babylonia. He studied with many masters. He was a student of Brahmins, Elephanta, Elora. Pythagoras is still in the records of Brahmins as Yavancharya the Ionian teacher. He traveled with the Jewish people and was instructed in the secret traditions of Moses by rabbis. Pythagoras was knowledgeable with the rules of Oriental and Occidental 
esotericism. Pythagoras was influenced by Thales, philosopher, astronomer, mathematician, Anaximander, philosopher, Pharisees, a Greek thinker, cosmogony, Themistolia, priestess of Delphi. Pythagoras was initiated into the Egyptian mysteries, the Babylonian mysteries, Ch Chaldean mysteries, Eleusian mysteries, and mysteries of Isis, and mysteries of Adonis. Pythagoras called himself a philosopher, and he created the word. Before this, wise men were called sages, which meant those who knew. And the philosopher means one who is intent attempting to find out. Pythagoras settled in Croton. He established the first Pythagorean community, which was described as a secret society. He gained influence politically and was appointed to official positions by Croton Council. He was in charge of education. He supported a monogamous family and is credited with many mathematical and scientific discoveries. Pythagoras was a man of incomparable knowledge. The Italians honored him, and he was the master of all kinds of intelligent works. He influenced Plato and Aristotle, and through them, Western philosophy. Pythagoras had a small group of students that he called disciples. He instructed them in wisdom, occult, mathematics, music, and astronomy. At the age of 60, Pythagoras married one of his students and had seven children. His wife continued his doctrines after his assassination. Versions of Pythagoras' death, now there's, you don't really know how he died, but this is what some people have written. I'm surprised there isn't like a big, wasn't like a big Greek writer that wrote about it. Pythagoras had come up against hostility in his political and personal life. There was a man who didn't get into Pythagoras' school, so he decided to destroy Pythagoras any way he could. Because of this, the... Because of this man, a group of men burned the school buildings with Pythagoras and his students inside. Another thing about his death was his disciples were inside the burning building and they threw themselves on the fire so Pythagoras could escape, but he died later of a broken heart. Pythagoras and his disciples escaped the burning buildings and hid in a house where the murderers were going to stay. So they trapped Pythagoras and his disciples in the house and burned it. After Pythagoras' death, his disciples tried to continue his work but were persecuted. Some went to mainland Greece, others went to Regium. By 400 BC, the majority had left Italy. His disciples called Pythagoras the master or the man, never by his given name. Very little remains of his greatness. He never spoke bad about it or to anyone. He initiated his students by a secret formula. He was considered a god instead of a man. Okay then. Pythagoreanism. Now we gotta look at that. Pythagoreanism is based on the teachings and beliefs of Pythagoras. There were communities in Magna Graecia and Croton. They followed the Pythagoreanism code. They adopted an exhaustive life of intelligent, strict diet, clothing, and behavior teachings on metaphysicus or transmigration of souls. 
Every soul is immortal. Upon death, the soul enters into a new body, which is reincarnation. Pythagoras was known as the father of numbers, doctrine of musica, universalis, the planets, move according to mathematical equations, producing an inaudible music. So he said that the planets rotated like on music. Yeah. It, or from music or whatever. According they, to mathematical equations. So basically how you would read music is how the way the planets moved. I can't read music. Well, then you're screwed. Yeah, yeah. Pythagoreanism had an influence in Rosicrucian and Freemasonry similar to Orphicism. The Brotherhood of Pythagoreans was the study of mathematics. The sects were closed societies. Students were chosen by merit and discipline. They had a rule of five years of silence. They had to take a test to be in the inner circle. They could leave the school if they wanted. Homes were called sites of mysteries. The students had to go through degrees. Students could not have a personal contact with Pythagoras until they reached higher grades. There were three degrees. Mathematicus, that's mathematics and geometry, and it's the basis of which all other knowledge comes from. Theoreticus, that's the exact sciences, and Electus, they had to pass into the light of full illumination. When they got through those three degrees, then they were entitled to the secret wisdom. Students had to be thoroughly familiar with geometry, music, and astronomy to understand God, man, and nature. Each student was tested on these. Taught modern moderation in all things, no crime was equal to anarchy. When you pray, don't pray for yourself. Silence, secrecy, obedience are the cardinal principles. Their God was Monad, the Supreme Being, totality of all things. First metaphysical being, first thing that came into existence. Ultimate source that wisdom could be aware of was Monad. Monad is cosmogony, supreme being, indivisible. Cause of all things, intelligence of all things, power within all things. God motion is circular. Body of God is substance of light. Nature of God is substance of truth. Pythagoreanism had rules of living bound by secret. Structured life of religious teachings, exercise, reading, philosophy, uh, common meals, music, poetry, recitation, no personal possessions, similar to the life of a monk. The school was for men and women. Women were agreed to be different than men, but not inferior. After, after Pythagoras' death and disputes on his teachings led to two philosophical traditions in Pythagoreanism. First was Acousmatico. I have no idea. That superseded the 4th century BC and it was amended Kent School of Philosophy by Sin. Okay, how do you say that? Cynics. Cynics, that was the school of thought. And Mathematicoi philosophers. That was 4th century BC and it was absorbed into Platonic school founded by Plato. They had a diet that was mostly vegetarian. They couldn't eat beans and lentils. Pythagoras believed meat clouded reasoning, so judges couldn't eat meat before a trial. They used poultices for healing, magic properties of plants. 
see onions as medicine, they use music as therapy, different songs for different diseases. So if you were feeling sad, you probably had uplifting music. Yeah, well, if that's really true, and people with cancer and stuff can be healed by music. You never know, it could be, I mean... Well, now people would think that was crazy. But it could work, I mean, the, we don't know if anybody actually tries it or not. Well, there probably isn't any record of it now. He said there were healing powers in certain verses from Homer's Odyssey and the Iliad. We'll check to see that. I mean, if you've ever read it, I mean. I know, but how certain verses going they heal you? Wouldn't it be the same? Because uh, uh, certain uh, places in Greece, in, in the ancient Greek, looked at the Iliad and Odyssey as religious books. So it would be the same as a Christian reading the Bible yeah. or a Mo Muslim reading the uh, Quran. Okay. Pythagoras didn't allow any surgery. He didn't allow, allow disfiguring of the body. It was the dwelling place of the gods. So nobody back in them would have tattoos. They, well, tattoos, they couldn't. Or scars. Or... Basically, if you were dying of uh, liver failure, you, you were dying died. of liver failure. Yeah. Friendship was the truest of all relationships. Relationships were mental, not physical. And knowledge is the fruit of mental accumulation, mostly through observation. Wisdom is understanding the cause of, or source of all things spirit rather than form. Huh. Some of Pythagoras' students were Impedides, Brontinus, and Philus. Lamblichus, an Arab philosopher, recorded 235 Pythagoreans by name. Seventeen were women. They were described as the most famous Pythagoreans. Usually entire families became Pythagoreans, so it's just like like some other cults, if one person joined, like if the father of the household joined, the whole family was put like into if, it. If you were like Catholic, your family would be Catholic, or if you were Protestant, your family would be Protestant. Well, I mean, that was the way it was back then, not anymore, because nowadays you got people, you know, one person in one belief, and the rest of them different beliefs, or no belief at all. Yeah. Pythagoreanism was revived in the first century BC in Italy as a religious community. Neo-Pythagoreanism is the worship of Pythagoras. Okay, now look at the cult of Pythagoras. The true nature of the cult is a mystery. The cult was said to have sacrificed an ox after they discovered the 47th proposition of Euclid. That was right angles called the Pythagorean theory. Whatever. Okay, the beliefs were a transformation of souls, that's human souls to him, humans or animals, abstinence of the flesh, but this was believed to have been later, like after Pythagoras died, because he had seven kids. Human souls were trapped in a cycle of death and reincarnation. The only way to break this cycle was to obtain a higher understanding of the universe. There's a lot of religions that believe that, that everything's going to cycle and you to, to get out of it, you got to become the best you can right. be. Right. And one universal quality of all things in the universe is it's numerable and can be counted. So he said everything in the universe was numbers. Hmm. And numbers are the underlying substance of reality. All numbers are not the same. Some are holy numbers. I mean, it's more like... Uh, how is it like physicists and stuff like believe everything can be put down into numbers so if there's if you got a theory 
especially like in old times and like old Greek and stuff, nobody would believe believe you or listen to you unless you can prove it out in numbers in a formula. Yeah, but how do you change things into formulas? Everything has a number ascribed okay. to it. I mean, it's just like I, yeah, it's just like Einstein's theory of relativity equals mc squared. That's the theory for it that proves it, or okay. attempts to prove it, or whatever you want to believe. Okay. Believed harmony was a balancing of opposites. Examples: limited and unlimited, rest and motion, light and dark, odd and even, right and left, masculine and feminine, good and evil, square and oblong. It's just like it's like everything has its opposite. Yeah. So, I mean, that's really all I have to say on that. Contributed greatly to philosophy and mathematics. They prayed to Tetrictus, which is a triangle consisting of ten points arranged in four rows. This has all the signs of a cult. The oldest known information did not contain supernatural aspects. It wasn't until the fourth century when this appeared. The earliest ancient account or source that survived of Pythagoras and his followers was a satire by Xenophanes or on beliefs of our reincarnation. And that is what we have for Pythagoreanism. We hope you enjoyed this episode and given everything that we've given to you, what do you believe?